Gentlemen, welcome to episode 50 of Blind Tag, the wrestling show for people who don't watch wrestling. I'm your co-host, Rondell Volano. And like Daniel Bryan with a note from his doctor, Matt Raddick, your beloved co-host, is back, baby. Back from that faraway place. Back from that faraway place. That faraway place. land of Europe. Uh, I've returned. Yeah, so we're back in the studio after a week off, a week of Matt being on vacation, touring the European world, and yep. me touring uh, my apartment and just kind of walking <laughs> around, wondering what I'm supposed to do walking on a circles. Thursday evening. You know, I felt really bad because this was like maybe the the biggest week of like wrestling news. Well, I guess last week was the biggest yeah, week of wrestling news, absolutely, in like a year. Uh, and and there was no one, there was no one here to guide you through it. Usually, I'm the one to kind of explain all this to you, give you the context, make sure you understand what's going on. Yeah, you're the one who does this to me. I agree. Yeah, and you're just lost in the dark, wandering wandering around your apartment, wondering who this Daniel Bryan guy is. Why are we talking about him so much? What? Why does everybody love him so much? Why is everybody so excited? So, yeah, if you're just joining us, Matt was gone last week, so we posted a delightful review of the Marine 5 Battleground starring Mike the Miz Mazanian. That's true. Uh, But now we're back in the studio, and Matt, I hear... Back in that place we feel comfortable. I want want to hear about Europe. Yeah, it was was very European. Where were you again? I was uh, I was in Paris for three days, and then I was in uh, in Florence, Italy, for another six ish with some travel in between. I was gone for ten days. Yeah, I don't really a lot happened in that time. It was it's all kind of a blur, but but it was that's good. usually it was how travel yeah treats you. It was very it was very much that there was I, uh, my last day was just like literally a full day of travel of like I I got up at like six in the morning, got to get to the airport in Florence, and then went to Paris, and then went to Charlotte, and then went to Seattle, and it was it was. It and was you got back at like ten, right? I got back PM? at like seven. It wasn't too bad actually. Oh god, that still sounds like a real night. And, and it was horrible with the time zones. I have no idea how much time that actually. Yeah, is. Yeah, no idea. I don't want to know either because I feel like <laughs> as soon as my body understands how much time it is, it's going to be like you're done. <laughs> you're done. You're shutting down. I'm already kind of shutting down because I got sick on the plane, of course. But beautiful, you know, yeah. yeah. You know, well, you, I'm you live, you learn. I'm glad I'm in a confined space with you. About about three feet away. Yeah, nothing bad could possibly happen nothing in this situation. Bad. Nothing bad ever happened. It was it was good though. There was you know I was looking for a lot of wrestling. I yeah, what did you find? find you, well, lot. you took some photos. You posted some photos of uh, classic wrestling statues. Yes, yes, yes. That was probably my favorite bit. Is that uh, you, you know <laughs> a bit? You were just doing this. You were <laughs> honing this joke while you were touring Europe. It was just me taking pictures and laughing to myself at them because they were really funny. But there's a lot of there's a lot of statues in Florence of people grabbing onto each other and a lot of them looks like wrestling moves and it was pretty fun it was a nice little like wrestlemania preview that i saw along the way there was a statue in the baboli gardens which is a thing that is a big deal i still don't really understand the history of it yeah never heard of it's it it's important That's i guess fine. but there was definitely just like two guys in the middle of the in the middle of the like entryway they're just doing a german suplex to each other two real in the nude it was two great. real naked men two real naked men just repeatedly <laughs> doing ger- german suplexes to each other in the courtyard for the baboli gardens it was delightful there was this thing like like a like a there's these like street performer people that they would just paint themselves completely white and then stand very still to look like statues and then like you would stare at them for a were minute they and then they would like wink at you. No, they weren't naked. They okay. were clothed. They would be like be like in like a, a like a toga. Sure, you know, sure. That kind of thing. I don't. I think you can drink anywhere in the streets in in Europe and really? at least in both of the places that I went to. That makes but I sense. do think that you have to have clothes on still. I think that's still oh, so rule. it's it's not as loosey goosey as Seattle. Not quite as loosey goosey as yet. At all. Yeah, that's weird. Actually, <laughs> can't drink in the streets here, but you can be nude. Yeah, well, you know, you gotta have your priorities. Right, exactly. Drink inside, take your clothing off, and mm-hmm. then go for a stroll. <laughs> I was really hoping to find like some weird, 
like bootleg like WWE poorly translated merchandise or something sure, like yeah. that. I didn't find any of that, but I did go to a flea market that had some some action figures, like a collection of wrestling action figures. They had a John Cena and I think a Steve Austin. They and weren't like Italian. Of other ones. They weren't Italian wrestlers. Though? No, no, they were not. Uh, it they, wasn't Italian the, John Cena. He wasn't like <laughs> wearing a wife beater on the toilet and had a crappy I mustache. Was, I was going to say overalls and a, and a plumber's hat, but uh, but oh, that one too. That's yeah. also a classic one of my classic. people. <laughs> of your people. You are Italian people. Yeah, none of that. They were all the, the American WWE versions of them. I expected there to be shrines to Santino Morella just like everywhere I went, but alas, unfortunately. Is that a wrestler? He is. He is the only Italian wrestler that I can think of. Or at least that I'm is sure like Italian more. as part of his, his gimmick. Oh, okay. Yeah, he would, he would wear like... Tell me about tell me about the super not racist <laughs> Italian gimmick. No, yeah, I don't think he. Was, I don't think that there was anything. Maybe <laughs> there's, a, there's definitely a chance. Allow me to racist. judge this. Tell me about uh, his gimmick. Well, I mean, his the biggest. He was a very comedic act, but I don't think like he did any. I don't remember him doing anything that was like like overtly Italian. Overtly Italian. He wasn't just like twirling pasta. No, no, no. no. Like his <laughs> his just spooning pasta with one hand and twirling a pizza in the other and. No. Mamma mia! No, it was. I'm uh, gonna fight you to the ground. <laughs> it was good, but no, it was not exactly that. I do remember his. I don't like. I don't know if it was like an actual like Ferrari logo or if it was like something that looked like a Ferrari logo. But I feel like I remember him having something like that on his on his singlet or some other Italian car gotcha. manufacturer. Um, but no, I mean like his finishing move was the Cobra. He would put this like Cobra sock on his arm and then he would like smack his arm and then he would like oh, poke it to me in the face with it. I know about that. Yeah, he's just like a real like goofy comedic guy. He like mm. he I think has the shortest uh, span in the in a Royal Rumble. He holds the record for that because he like came in and then just immediately got booted in the face and fell over the top rope. Nice. Yeah. Oh, he's, good. You know, he's, he's a good guy. Glad to hear you contributed something to the the canon of WWE. You know, we've all got our spot, and he he made the most of his. He made the most of his. You know what you know what they say in the WWE. I you don't. Know, they say. Uh, life's life all the world's a stage you know we, we have That's, our entrances and our exits our exits <laughs> that classic vince this, mcmahon promo <laughs> <laughs> is this part of a real promo because i would believe it no it was, i believe was, it's part of a kurt angle promo he came out this week and he like after mix match challenge hmm. and uh he he called becky lynch like Betchy Lynch, oh, and then immediately said something else wrong. And Betchy like, Lynch in the dub dubby. Yeah, right. That guy was just like I, I like Kurt Angle a lot, but that guy can't talk. Yeah, yeah. The uh, I think that was really like put to like put in stark contrast this week because they had that they had this like video segment with Triple H and Stephanie where they're oh, being yeah. interviewed, and then they have Ronda and Kurt Angle in the ring who are both just looking like dumbfounded at the cameras, like what? Why did you put us here? Why are we supposed? What are we supposed to be doing here? Like. Neither of them has, has any mic skills. Right. At all. Yeah. I, I I can't even remember what was like news since you've been gone. So mm. Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey are going to have a tag team match at WrestleMania. Against... That was announced before I left. I okay. Think, Triple H announced. and Stephanie yeah. McMahon. Daniel Bryan came back. Daniel Bryan came back. Your favorite wrestler. That's, You're wearing a Daniel I'm Bryan wearing shirt a right Daniel now. Bryan you t-shirt. dork. That was only partially planned. Definitely a little bit planned. It's mostly planned. <laughs> it happened to be at the top of my drawer, but I was like, yeah, this is a good call. And you were today. wearing a Finn Balor hoodie when you walked in. That is my true. Home. I am a mark through and through. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, Daniel Bryan is back. That is definitely the biggest the biggest news. I mean, like, the WrestleMania card has really flushed out a lot in the past two weeks. I think there are a few mysteries that we still have, but, like, by and large, I think the whole thing is, like, is, is pretty clear at this point. We still don't know who everybody who's going to be in the two battle royals. We still don't know who Braun Strowman's tag team partner is going to be, which I'm sure I'm is going to be I'm excited about that. I'm a little excited about that, but I'm a little disappointed, too, because I really thought, I, like, really wanted them to just lean into the, like... Let him be like a single person competing. Okay, as well, a tag let's team. talk about this right now. Sure. Because over the past two weeks, so just to recap, Braun Strowman entered himself into a tag team battle royale. Yes. And he won. He beat all the tag teams by himself. So mm-hmm. now at WrestleMania, he will be facing uh, the bar, mm-hmm. Sheamus and Cesaro, for the tag team championship. Is that right? That is correct. Okay. But Kurt Angle has said that, that Braun has Strowman to has partner. to find a tag team partner. Right. And so for the past two weeks, I believe, Braun yeah. has fought yeah. Cesaro and uh, Sheamus individually and beat both of them. I think it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But now he has to find a partner. Mm-hmm. And I'm really... Do you think he's going to win this? Do you I... think they're going to give Braun Strowman and some rando the... The, the title. You know, I was a lot more optimistic that they would when it was just him. Just him, sure. But now now I'm, like, less certain because, like, I, I don't know. I still think that, like, the the move here is to, like, use this as a way to, like, hit a hard, hard reset on the, on the whole tag team division because, like, it's just, like, a mess right now. There's no real competition for the bar. I mean, they just had, like, literally every tag team on their roster lose to one guy, which is, like, not a great look for yeah, not, their entire roster. Yeah, not very good for everybody else. Yeah, so I think I, I I still think there's like a good chance that he could win it. I also like I don't know if we're gonna find out before. I think it might be just like a surprise entrant, like day of kind of thing. My my guess uh, about what's gonna happen, I, mm-hmm. I don't think he's gonna win it. I don't think Braun's gonna win. Okay, but I think he's gonna just pick somebody. It doesn't matter who oh, it just is. Anybody, just anybody, and he's gonna say, okay, yeah, oh, you're my partner, and then but he's gonna say. Like, you just stand in the corner. Don't get anywhere near this match. This yeah. is my fight. Yeah. You'll get the share the title with me just because this is how they're doing it. And then I think that person's going to get accidentally tagged yeah, in at some right. point and immediately pinned. What if it's Alexa Bliss? I was thinking that. <laughs> tag team partner for the Mixed Match Yeah. Braun's tag team partner for the Mixed Match Challenge, Alexa Bliss, who uh, is a woman. That is true. That is true. So, we can confirm this. So they, I don't believe the WWE would allow that. No, I don't think that's a look they go through. You know, now that I think about it, they usually have like a celebrity spot at at WrestleMania. Last year, it was Rob Gronkowski getting involved in the in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Um, a couple years ago, it was actually Ronda Rousey showing up and having a little in ring segment with. with oh, it's uh, gonna Triple be H Fallon. No, I don't think it's gonna be Fallon. I think <laughs> I think Fallon like very reluctantly got involved at whatever the hell it was Survivor Series. What uh, SummerSlam? Like he was at something, but he, yeah, he was supposed to be involved, but he wasn't. He just yeah, he just sat like, ringside. Yeah, didn't end up doing much at all. He so didn't I, sit ringside. He sat in the crowd, like front right. row or something. Well, that's but. what I think is gonna happen. Is like is like Braun is gonna be like go out to the ring and like be like talking up something, and then be like, I still need a partner, and then he's gonna find somebody in the crowd and like be like, you're gonna do it. That'd like, be kind of cool. But I think it's gonna be like a plan. A plan. Like a yeah, but it'd be very cool if he just picked like a child from the crowd and was like, you Dude, stand on the idea. edge of the ring for this entire thing and uh you're gonna be good even yeah. if it is I'm a plan it'd be cool. i'm just gonna throw you at this person right <laughs> as hard as i can in the fastball special exactly. even, even if they uh, like inform the person ahead of time so it was technically a plant but if it was just like literally a person who was in the crowd and not like not a like trained a, a big person, local yeah. wrestler or something like that that would be a really really good look 
Yeah. I'd the, be into it. The other person I think it could be is The Undertaker. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't no. actually think this, but I think it'd be really funny if, like, The Undertaker shows up at WrestleMania. He's like, oh, I'm not fighting you, John Cena. I'm just going to I'm just gonna work with this guy. He just ignores all of I Cena's got threats and challenges. Yeah, and, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, I mean, that's something else that we've got to talk about. We've yeah. got a lot to talk about. We have to talk about the ultimate deletion. We do. Bray Wyatt versus Matt Hardy. That was the thing that it happened was thing in real life. That happened in real life. Uh, we've got to talk about John Cena continuing to call out The Undertaker. Yeah. I really want to talk about the Mixed Match Challenge mm-hmm. and the implications there. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about Daniel Bryan. I do want I to talk about Daniel you, Bryan. Like, edging it's toward still, your yeah, seat. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, kind of, it's kind of a big deal. Where do we, where do we go? I mean, what do you want to do? Do you want to? Uh, I don't know how much there is to say about John Cena and the Undertaker. John Cena is still just kind of calling out the Undertaker. Yeah, but he's making it real personal now. So, so John Cena is—he's looking for his road to WrestleMania, and he yeah. keeps saying, "Undertaker, you got to come out and you got to fight me at WrestleMania." It's what everybody wants to see. And so, Undertaker's fake brother Kane came out yep, yep. and tried to fight John, and John beat him mm-hmm. and like that was boring and but that, that's a thing that happened and but the thing is that like john cena is no longer just saying like everybody wants to see this undertaker like it'd be cool if it happened yeah now he's saying things like you don't care about the fans because yeah. you yeah. won't come out of retirement to do this match which is like an insane thing to say like if if you don't show up it means that you never cared about anybody but yourself yeah. and you're selfish yeah right i think i think the actual thing is exactly the opposite though which is really funny i think like the, oh for sure the undertaker is just like this is the only thing he's ever done with his life and so he doesn't know how to like hang it up he's like i still technically can do this so i'm going to do it but like it seems to be the same thing every every year where it's like he, maybe he's gonna retire maybe this is it and then like he ends up deciding I, i'm assuming decides at the last minute that he doesn't want to do this and and the wwe is like well we're not gonna like not give you a spot like you're the biggest deal in the world so they end up like putting him in a match ends up being a terrible match he ends up like going to the hospital and then he, like a year later literally actually yeah he's done that a few times like after, oh, after the after the Brock Lesnar match where he first broke the streak, the he apparently did go like like he like walked back up the ramp and then like directly into an ambulance and then, like <laughs> got driven to an uh oh, no. to a hospital. Um I think there was another one too, like pretty recently. I don't know if it was the Roman Reigns match or something like that, but like another one where he like definitely has suffered some pretty serious injuries as well. Like I don't know. I mean, he's he's like is a fifty five year old man that's been doing this for right. like twenty five years. Is he know? sustaining real injuries, or is it just like a hey, I'm old, please take me to the hospital, just so, <laughs> like as a like a wellness check kind of thing? I don't like, know where else to go anymore. <laughs> I'm old. This is where they take me. <laughs> they know where my home is. Please take me there. <laughs> he's just lost, and he calls nine one one. He calls life alert. <laughs> An ambulance shows up in the WWE ring because he hit his life alert button. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, boy. Poor Undertaker. Please yeah. undertake me home. Undertake Anybody. <laughs> I'm really hoping that he does, uh, He when he shows up, he, rather than doing the dead man gimmick, though, he just goes with the American badass gimmick this year because Kid Rock is like the being inducted in the Hall of Fame and is doing that dumb song. Well, like I hope that. none of that happens. Yeah, me All neither. those words that you just said sound terrible. But it would be pretty funny. He would show up with a motorcycle. It'd be cool. Motorcycles are cool, right? I, I mean, I guess if they're if they're trying to lean into Roman Reigns retired the Undertaker at the last WrestleMania, if they're trying to lean into that, then I yeah. guess it would make sense for him to come back as like a different guy, <laughs> yeah, to fight right. John Cena, because he had like multiple gimmicks. He was always the Undertaker, but he was like different styles of yeah. A well, guy, that's, what, right? that's what I mean. He was like the the American badass. He was still like the Undertaker, but he was like it was just like a slightly reworked version of it. He was just, he like, still a dead man? 
I don't think so. I think he his like. I mean, I guess I think he technically was, but they just didn't like. I don't. I don't really know how they remember how they handled it. I'm but just like, saying, could they could they handle this that way by saying like, oh, well, he's not the Undertaker persona; he's this yeah. other persona, and that's why he's coming back to fight. Well, well yeah. I mean, they they're definitely doing a lot less of the like supernatural aspect of it, just in the way that John's talking about. It. Like he's mentioned, like you know, I see you posting videos on your wife's Instagram and stuff oh, like God. that. Like he, you know, he's he's definitely talking about him as a guy. And yeah, not, but he keeps like, calling him Dead Man. Yeah, I mean, that's like a nickname too. You know, like that was the thing is like even when he was the American badass, like he would wear shirts that said like Dead Man Inc. and stuff like that. Like it's still just it's mm-hmm. it's, it's just a thing, you know. I don't know. All these things are very malleable. As I remember things, like he was when he first started, he was like definitely like a supernatural thing. And that was like, you know, it, it fit with the times. Then he sure. eventually transitioned to the like American badass thing, and that was definitely like he's not a demon or a like undead man. He's just like a guy that rides a motorcycle. And I think in the last handful of years where they've been like, just kind of an asshole. Yeah. Just kind of a jerk. Um, listens to a lot of butt rock. Um, <laughs> and Limp Biscuit. I think Limp Biscuit did his, uh, did his entrance music for a while too, if I remember correctly. Um, but yeah. And then I think like when, when they, when his gimmick started being that, like he just comes back for WrestleMania, I think that that was when they started leaning kind of more into the supernatural aspects of it. And I think it kind of depends on the year too. Like, I mean, the the state of WWE right now is that there's not a lot of like supernatural stuff happening or anything like that. So it's like, they're not treating any of that kind of stuff super seriously as far as I understand it. Well, since we're already talking about the supernatural weirdos, I figure let's uh, move right into talking about the ultimate deletion, which happened last week. Now's as good a time as any. Before we actually get into what happened, I have a bone to pick hmm. with the WWE and Hulu and okay. the WWE's YouTube person. Okay, let me do this one first. All right. WWE YouTube person. I am an amateur audio engineer. <laughs> I edit this podcast and only this podcast uh, every other week, sometimes more often than that. When you post videos to YouTube of, I, I think it's specifically the SmackDown person Okay. Doing YouTube videos. the So they, they play the video, they play the clip of whatever mm-hmm. happened, and then at the end they have like a little thing where it plays the SmackDown theme song yeah, and it has yeah. suggested videos. And that thing is 500 fucking times louder than the actual video that just played. And it's insane. Yeah. When I'm, when I'm at the gym, when I'm on the treadmill, and I have to <laughs> constantly be picking up my phone to adjust the volume because I know, oh shit, the video's about to end and it's yeah. about to blow my ears out. That... What? How? <laughs> how? How is this a consistent? I've noticed it for the past like two, maybe three weeks. They really just needed an audio mastering person. Didn't notice it on. It, it was either SmackDown or Raw. It's only one of the shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ultimate Deletion is on Raw, and that. So I don't know if that. No, if I think it must have been SmackDown. Sure. Okay. Here's my other thing that I got to complain about. All right. I so went on YouTube this week. Yep. Ultimate Deletion was broken up into about five or six different yep, videos yep, yep. and strewn about the the raw playlist. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I want to watch this all as one thing in order. Mm-hmm. Uh, WWE didn't upload that video until like a day ago, yeah, right, which, right. like a fucking week later. So what I actually did this week was I logged into Hulu and I said, I'm going to watch all of Raw. Mm-hmm. Ultimate Deletion did not make the Hulu cut it, of it Raw this really? week. Nope. Oh so I watched gosh. an hour and a half of wrestling to look for the Ultimate Deletion. <laughs> Let me tell you the other thing. <laughs> the frame rate of WWE, of Raw, yeah. it was like like 
four frames a second. Really? Like it was super yeah, that's your choppy. Connection. No, dude, because the the commercials were playing just fine, huh. and everything else that I watch on YouTube plays just fine. Yeah, it was like it was so choppy to the extent of it was giving me a headache. And so, like, I had to keep looking away. And so yeah, I, right. I sat through an hour and a half of Raw, barely able to watch because it was making me ill. <laughs> Did you watch and they this didn't week's even, episode or last They didn't even episode? have the fucking thing that I wanted to see. <laughs> I, watched the, I watched the episode where it was supposed to have Ultimate Deletion last week. <laughs> this like week, a, I don't you're know. You're like a crotchy old man who can't get his, can't get his internet connection to work. If you were going to tell me I watched the wrong week because it didn't have Ultimate Deletion, I was... <laughs> gonna kick you out well i mean Toss i watched you through the window <laughs> i watched raw today myself and it didn't have the ultimate deletion on it because it was not i watched this week's episode and not last week so well, i that, don't know that would make sense yeah right. it didn't have the content that didn't happen in the time period yeah i mean it's it's just super not relevant is the thing <laughs> anyway so the ultimate deletion so the didn't ultimate make the deletion. Hulu. and then wwe must have realized that everybody just wanted to see it as a single piece yeah. or that like enough people had posted bootleg versions of it online yeah. that like or just angry tweets about like why the fuck isn't this all one thing right it was like i actually after i watched through all of raw then i googled it and there were articles about like ultimate deletion didn't make the cut and i was like wow i wish i had googled this yeah before. right right anyway you didn't just like fast forward to the end <laughs> well i didn't know when it I guess, would yeah, be you didn't know what part it was yeah but yeah, apparently closed what, the show which is what happened was like the show ended mm-hmm uh, the hour and a half, and like I didn't realize that it ended because it was kind of abrupt. Yeah, and so then I was like, like I thought that my internet had cut out at that point, uh, okay, and so I like I went back to play it, and then it was playing from the beginning, <laughs> and I, I was like, my router, and I, and uh, I turned yeah. it off. I, 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 well, I thought that something had gone wrong with Hulu, and yeah, that it was just right, starting right. for the beginning. So then I fast forwarded all the way through the show, and I had to watch like all 18 commercial breaks again because oh, you can't fuck, fast yeah. forward, and it still wasn't there. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Anyway. Uh, WWE has finally uploaded the entire 17 minutes or so of the Ultimate Deletion to their YouTube channel if you want to watch it. I would highly recommend it. (laughs) It is really something. I mean, the thing that I heard is that uh, Vince McMahon did not like it at all. And so I I wonder if that was why it got left out of the left out of the Hulu cut. Yeah, I I mean, I get it there. Like there's an economy of time issue with the the Hulu version. And this was I mean, I think that that's frankly why this is not like a wrestlemania thing like i think that this probably was penciled in for wrestlemania at some point but due to so much other stuff like ending up getting it added to the card realistically though 20 minutes isn't that long if it's a pay-per-view match Uh, no but like i mean at at wrestlemania like there's there's already 13 other matches to fit into like a into a four-hour show with all the like you know they've got to do hall of fame stuff they've got to do musical breaks they've got to do all these other video packages to like show you know showcase the different matches and stuff like that like I'm I'm looking at the the WrestleMania uh, 33 card right now, and there were I guess there were a good number of longer matches. There was only three matches that were over 20 minutes long of the entire four hours. Oh, really? Part. Everything else is like 15 or 10. You know, like that's, that's it, wild because like the regular pay per views, there's usually like at least one 45 minute match. Going yeah, on. but I mean, like usually those are. Those are, I think 45 minutes is probably a little bit generous. It might feel like 45 minutes, <laughs> but I don't think that that happens very often. But yeah, I mean, like, it's just, there's a lot of stuff to fill and there's a lot of, like, you, you want to give stuff enough space and, you know, a, tw- a 20 minute video segment is quite a long time. I mean, the House of Horrors thing last year, I guess the House of Horrors happened at the pay-per-view after WrestleMania, but. Yeah, the, that was shortly after. Yeah, the their Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt match at WrestleMania last year was only 10 minutes long. It was real brief. Huh. Interesting. So what did you think of it, though? 
Okay, so I, there's a lot to unpack that I there don't a lot want to, to spend the time unpacking. Sure. So the premise of the ultimate deletion is that Bray Wyatt, who is uh, woken, not broken, you're thinking or, of Matt, I'm Hardy. Matt Hardy, <laughs> who is, Bray Wyatt, who is not Matt Hardy, mm-hmm. but Matt Hardy, who is woken and not broken, Matt, and also not Bray Wyatt, and and not Bray Wyatt, he. <laughs> Matt Hardy has gone insane. Yes. And uh, he believes that he's some sort of messenger of the celestial entities mm-hmm. or some mm-hmm. some bullshit. His I don't connection know. with the seven deities. The seven deities, yeah. Uh, uh, Bray Wyatt, known spooky man of the WWE. Has Notable the po- spooky person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he has the power of uh, Sister Abigail, who mm-hmm. may or may not be a dead girl, mm-hmm. inside of him. Mm-hmm. And so they were gonna fight. They've been feuding for a while. Yes. These two, who are the only two in the WWE who are currently weirdo yeah. gimmicks, sort or of maybe Goldust. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Goldust is like supernatural. He's just he's, he's just, just weird. super. He's just super horny. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally. Naturally. Uh, so so there was this pre-recorded segment called the Ultimate Deletion, in yes. which uh, Matt Hardy was attempting to delete. Bray Wyatt from existence. He invited Bray to the Hardy Compound. The Hardy Compound. Which is his sort of, his, I his mean, home. where he lives. It's his house. Yeah. And it's also, also supposed to be his sort of like death trap land where, I don't know. I, I don't know if the, if the idea is like his power emanates from there too. So if Bray Wyatt can defeat him there, then maybe he could he could defeat Matt Hardy. I don't know why Bray Wyatt thought this was a good idea. I feel like... Yeah, I don't, why, why like, did he show up? Yeah, I don't know. I would, I would not go here. We talked about this with the House of Horrors. The sure. Ha- yeah. uh, House of Horrors. Is that what it was called? The House of Horrors. Yeah, Bray Wyatt's House of Horrors. Bray Wyatt invited Sounds Randy like a Orton. Rob Zombie movie. It does. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rob Zombie's Bray Wyatt's House of Horror. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... <laughs> They serve pancakes. They serve pancakes, too. Uh, Bray Wyatt invited Randy Orton to his terrible house to fight him, and it was another pre-recorded segment, and Randy Orton said yes. Yeah. But there was, like, there were times in the video, like, before Randy Orton entered the house that was clearly just, like, a shitty suburban, like, ranch-style home. Oh, yeah, yeah, Where if I was Randy Orton, I would have just said, nah, fuck this. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not, not going there. Yeah. <laughs> This is not this worth not my time. Like the place that I want to hang out. Uh, same situation here. Bray Bray should have known because sure. he set up the original one. Uh, he shouldn't have entered this compound. Mm-hmm. But uh, as soon as he walks up to the gate, a a drone, ah, yes, a flying Vanguard drone. One. I'm sorry, it's Vanguard One. Yeah. Is that its name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything in this has a name. Of course. <laughs> Uh, Vanguard One, uh, uh, like a DJI drone that you can buy on Amazon mm-hmm. for a thousand dollars, shows mm-hmm. up. It greets uh, Bray Wyatt at the gate with a very terrible hologram of ah, yes, yes. Matt Hardy's head, telling him to follow the music. Mm-hmm. And then Bray follows the music and finds a wrestling ring naturally set up outside, just mm-hmm. somewhere outside, mm-hmm. just somewhere on yeah. the compound. And they fight. And they fight. And then they, they move to other locations. They continue to fight. There's other weird props and stuff like that. My favorite part about this is that there's a ref. Yeah. And I don't yeah, know if you right. saw the like the clip, but like a couple weeks ago, there, there was just a moment where Kurt Angle walks up to a ref and he's like, hey, there's this... There's this uh, ultimate deletion thing going on. I really need a ref that at the uh-huh. at the Hardy compound, and the ref is just like, "Oh yeah, okay, I'll go." It's like, <laughs> really? You're just gonna you're you're cool with that? You're gonna agree to that? And hey, like, I'm your boss. I need you to go yeah. to this guy's house and just. Kurt's go like, I'm not gonna fucking go there. there. <laughs> you wouldn't see me. I've, I could I could never possibly go there. I've got too many things to do. And you you have to go though. But it's hilarious because through this entire like 
17 minute video of them yep. like running around the compound and just like fighting in the dirt and stuff there's also like a ref counting Following pins them and around. stuff like yeah. that yeah yeah it was really bizarre like the fact that they treated this like it was a real match like i mean so the, this whole thing is is it's basically the wwe's version of the final deletion which was this whole huge long gimmick thing that was going on in impact uh where the broken matt hardy character debuted um on tna impact um and it was, like, this whole thing between him and Jeff of, like... They Jeff this, Hardy. Yeah, Jeff Hardy. They had this, like, long feud going on, and it culminated in the final deletion. And it was this, like, insane video that, like... I, I, I haven't seen it all the way through. I've only seen clips of it here and there. But, like, apparently the whole thing was just, like, Matt and Jeff wanted to do this thing. And so they just, like, went to their house in North Carolina and filmed it. And were like, this is what we're going to do. And it's just, like, they have no idea what they're doing. It's very, like like weirdly low budget but also high budget because they're like pretty rich but also just like sure. don't have any idea what the fuck they're doing and didn't hire any like actual camera crews or anything like that so it's just like very like hapdash slapped together all that kind of stuff that's sort of what this felt like a little bit well yeah but like clearly there's some like more production value to this too because they've got you know bad but still they have like i like to and think stuff like that i like to think that the first time it happened was the the rough draft yes right. and that matt still edited this one by himself on his <laughs> macbook but he had he had already taken a pass at it yeah. and he knew what worked and what didn't and he had learned some new effects i see in i his, see uh in his uh, iMovie yeah. application, I'm very curious to see. Like the the weirdest part of it to me though is that they is that they have all this stuff that's like shot somewhat like a you know like a normal like film is shot, and then they have like the the match portions of it, which they just have like a single camera, you know, just like kind of following them around and stuff like that. Yeah, like it, it's it's just I wonder what why that is i don't know if in the final deletion they did more of like they shot the match like they would shoot like a movie or or not, but. I don't know. It was very, very bizarre. There was there was a lawnmower that that Matt Hardy rode towards Bray Wyatt. Yeah, but, but then it, just got knocked off of. That's <laughs> the other thing. There were moments here where they were literally attempting to kill each other. Yeah, right. But the victory was like a three count pin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't a submission. It wasn't like Bray being thrown off a cliff right, or right. set on fire. It was. It was just a regular <laughs> pin. What they should have done. Okay, so, so what happens is is Matt Hardy pins Bray Wyatt in the grass, the count one, two, three, and then Bray gets thrown into the lake of reincarnation. That's what happened in and, real life. Yes. In in the uh, ultimate He said solution. in quotes. Yeah, right. <laughs> um but what they should have done is they should have just had Matt Hardy throw him into the into the lake of reincarnation and then just like cut back to the ref and he counts like one. Yeah. Like two and like after he gets to a ten count, then he like is like ring the bell. <laughs> like, or, or when Matt was on the riding lawnmower, which he called mower of lawns, yes, I believe. Of course. He, after he had ridden over Bray's corpse and he was just a shredded bloody yeah. man on the ground, <laughs> then the ref comes and just does a three count. Yeah, right? right. I guess he's I guess he's I guess he's pinned. I think that I think that means he's pinned now. I think this is it. Yeah. Uh, my other takeaway is that Matt Hardy has a lot of wrestling rings just, just strewn at his about. home. Yeah. Why not? I mean, he's got a, a, an absurd amount of money. What else would you do with it, I guess? Uh, what? Honestly, what was your opinion of this whole thing? It's 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 fine. I mean... It wasn't fine. You have to go one way or another. What do you, you actually think about this? See, I, I mean, I... I it was not like good, but it was also not like intended to be good. So it's like you have—I I feel like you have to like look at the intent of the. That's thing. what I was surprised about, okay. and and what made me kind of enjoy it because I I laughed while I was watching it, and sure. I think that was the point. Sure. And anybody who was like, I, I went into it thinking that it was going to be uh, 
sort of played straight, mm-hmm. and it wasn't, and I was really happy about that. Yeah. And I think anybody who's complaining about it doesn't realize that that wasn't the case. Yeah, and and that, and that was my like, I watched it and kind of was like, like this is bad, and like felt was like I can't believe I watched that kind of thing. But then like the more I thought about it, I was like, you know, it it wasn't intended to be anything good. Right. Like it was just, it's it's. I mean, it's basically a very like tongue in cheek joke sort of sure. thing. So it was it was it was serious in the terms of the storyline. Yeah. Right. But the way that it was portrayed was very goofy. Yeah. There was a, there was a scene where. Matt was hiding behind giant, like, fake... Gravestones? Yeah, yeah, fake gravestones that were clearly just made out of, like, cut out of wood mm-hmm. that they actually looked like... Uh, or Matt was... I said Matt was hiding. Yeah. It's Jeff Hardy who does paintings, right? Yes, he does. Yes. So these gravestones actually kind of looked like his paintings. Yeah, so it's right. like, they just made these yeah. and threw them in their yard. Shit, yeah. And so Matt was, like, hiding behind him, and Bray was, like, running around, I think, with a kendo stick, like, mm-hmm. or a shovel, trying to, like, hit them. And it actually... The whole, like, point, Benny Hill thing... D- Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. It was like it, it was almost like a Buster Keaton film. Like mm-hmm. it was just like music playing and Bray running around in fast motion, like swinging and uh, swinging a shovel at these like yeah. gravestones yeah. and like kind of. There were at points there were two Brays on screen because he was fading out and like running from one direction. It was mm-hmm. like a like a Scooby Doo scene where yeah, it's like right, the one right, hall right. and they're moving and they're like running from Going between uh, different doors and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. It, it was at that point where I was like. Oh, okay. I'm like, I'm supposed to laugh at this. I'm yeah. allowed to think that this is dumb. Yeah, and, and, and see, still I, enjoy. I think it. I watched that, and the first time I was just like, they want me to take this seriously. But then, yeah, I mean, looking back no, now, they, they don't want you to take it. See, seriously I, at all. I'm, I've got like, I, I'm in it. I like, I know about, <laughs> I know about comedy. Sure, I know yeah. about like writing and film, mm. and so like my, I, my elevated understanding of this type yeah. of media. See, was I only know sort about like, this, about this, this plebeian media. You're too of, caught up in the cafe. Exactly. Yeah. I just I, I'm just too caught up in it. The one thing that that on that note is kind of interesting that I've heard people talking about is like the idea that like the WWE th- there were there was another podcast that was talking about how the way that this segment was introduced, which I didn't actually another see what? This, another podcast. I don't know it's, what it's you're... like it's like radio, but like but like not live. It's just S- like 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 what we're doing now, like but somebody doing. else was doing it. Yeah, see, other people talk about wrestling sometimes, but in like a they were like record like what we're doing. Yeah, here? yeah, they they like record it. And I didn't they think like anybody else it. did this. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, yeah, other people do it. Huh. Kind of, kind of a lot of other people do it actually. Uh, then, okay, <laughs> I'll take your word for it, but I've never heard of this. I'm gonna, before. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you sit on that for podcast. Pod, that was podcast. The- Podcat, like a like a like casting a line, like fishing. Is that where the term comes from? Yeah, they're trying to find people to listen to them, so they're they're kind of casting out their their little ear pods. Huh? You get it? You think there are it. more people doing this? There are. Yeah. Okay. You think on it. You think on it. Um, the the interesting point was that like the way that this segment was intra was introduced by Michael Cole, he was very much like it's uh it's really something. Like he was really like <laughs> he was prepared for it to be bullshit. Exactly, exactly. It was like he knew it was bad, and he was like saying that it was bad kind of thing. He was he was uh he was tempering the tempering expectations of the audience. Yeah, absolutely. But like I think the like the point that was made about that was that. It's it's a way of saying that this is not like a sanctioned WWE thing, and like in the in the like 
in the fiction, uh, it's like it's like they almost want to play. Matt Hardy's gone crazy. Please just humor him for now. Exactly. And like we'll come back with actual wrestling. Exactly. Later. And it's and it's almost like they want to like bill it as a thing that WWE does not like, so that smart fans <laughs> will be like more interested in it. Because like smart fans don't like anything that like the WWE is like sort of shoving down their throats, and that the WWE endorses. They're always like, we want the things that we like naturally to be the things that are popular. So if like WWE is like in the fiction of the programming billing it as something that they don't like, then it like it 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 allows the cool kids sure. to like it. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree. That was a really That's, interesting point. It is. I mean, it, it kind of sucks that they're just like <laughs> that they have to do that. Yeah, right. Uh, but I, I guess I get it. So what, what was the conclusion of this? So Bray Wyatt it got, gets pinned and then yep. gets thrown into a lake. And then, mm-hmm. uh, Senior Benjamin, who's just a guy who lives with Matt Hardy, apparently yeah. checks the lake and he's like, in fiction, oh, his father or in real life, his father-in-law actually. Oh, it's his father-in-law? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. I assumed it was like actually a guy who worked there. No, like it's a, a, I think I'm pretty sure it's his father-in-law. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Um, so he checks the lake and he's like, yeah, there's no, nobody body here. Get it? Nobody here. <laughs> Uh, and then so some high comedy. So Bray Wyatt disintegrated in in the lake of whatever, lake of the lake of reincarnation. Le- well, shouldn't he come back to life? Well, that's that's I think what we can look forward to. Oh, okay. So, but okay. So the, but Matt cut another promo after this. But what did he say? Was he challenging somebody else, or was he just saying, "Hey, I did it. I got rid of Bray." I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> I, uh, like, what's the conclusion? I assume oh. Bray is going to come back at WrestleMania and fight Matt Hardy. I am assuming no. Actually, I think that Matt. Really? Yeah, I think. You Matt, think this is done? Yes. Oh, yes. I think this will have no part of WrestleMania whatsoever. Wow. I think that the. I think that Bray Wyatt's going to come back, like, sort of repackaged. I think that, like... Really? Gonna, you think they're, they're doing like, it? Yeah. I think they're going to, like, reincarnate him and, like... Oh, I hope so. him a new character. God, because he's so good at wrestling. I hope they make him, like, right? actually a good right. wrestler. Yeah, I think that, like, my hope is that they're going to, like, tone down on the spookiness of it and just make him more of just, like, an enigmatic, like, cult What if he teacher. teams with Braun Strowman at WrestleMania? <laughs> Oh man! That's what if what if the tag team that's is brilliant. Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt oh just running God. havoc on the the Raw tag that team? That would be wild. They're division. like finally reunited. Because wow. <laughs> Braun was originally a member right, of the yeah. Wyatt family. Wow, that'd be a, that'd be a great team. That'd be a hell of a thing. That'd be a good. That'd be a good look. That that I could actually believe as a tag team too. Huh? That would be interesting. I'm looking forward to it I don't, at I, WrestleMania. I truly, like, my my bet is that Bray Wyatt is not at WrestleMania at all. I think they're going to, like, just oh, save this and have him come back down the road. But I do like your idea. I think, it, I think it could work. We'll see how it goes. That'd be fun. Can we talk about Daniel Bryan now? Absolutely not. Oh! I know I'm commandeering the show a little bit and steering the conversation, but really all I'm trying to do is steer you away, away. from talking about Daniel Bryan. I, hate this. I know it's the thing that you want to do, and I know you're going to get deep into it, and so I'm trying to save that for the end of the show. So what I need to talk about is the Mixed Match Challenge. Okay, talk to me about the Mixed Match Did Challenge. Did you watch it this week? No, I'm waiting. Why behind. don't you ever watch the Mixed Match Challenge? I'm a very busy man. I got back from Europe on Tuesday night, and I had to watch all of both of these shows and also go to my job. If I can complain about one more thing. Sure. Facebook Watch, it's fine. But when I go on the website, facebook.com, on a computer, mm. I can't find the fucking videos of, really? like, the weekly, the actual matches. Yeah, because Facebook or WWE posts a bunch of, like, like recaps or clips or, like, backstage sequences and stuff like that on their Mixed Match Challenge page. But there's not a playlist with, like, all the episodes 
when I go on my hmm. phone That's on the weird. app, it's like right there in order. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking pain in the ass. I can't watch on a computer screen. Anyway. Nobody uses their browsers anymore. Nobody uses right. laptops anymore, Ron. Get with the times. We need to talk about this because a lot happened and it is relevant to important things at WrestleMania. Okay. Bring me up to speed. While I was watching this, I started in my I was like mind mapping it and I had the the I had different words up on the the cork board and I was threading that, that, them together trying the to Charlie Day image. Try yeah, I was trying to, to figure out the uh, the the mysteries of the mixed match challenge. So what we had this week was Bobby Roode and Charlotte Flair versus the fan-voted returning team. So obviously, Bobby Roode and Charlotte Flair were going to win. Sure. Because yes. how are you going to write it? How are you going to write in a winner if the... Or obviously, Asuka and The Miz are going to win next week at sure. the finals, and they would have just beat this fan winner. Anyway, Bobby and Charlotte won. Okay. But... Charlotte wasn't there. Did you know that? Oh, no, I did not. Charlotte is out on injury. Oh, okay. All right. So there was another fan vote, and it was Char- uh, who replaced uh, not Charlotte. Charlotte. It was Bobby Roode and Becky Lynch oh, versus, okay. uh, versus the fan vote of the Banks Club, Sasha Banks. And Finn Balor. And Balor. Yes, exactly. Okay. Woo. You got Thank, it. You, woo! <laughs> thanks for being there with me. Uh, I looked it up. Charlotte so, Flair is actually out because she had oral surgery. Oh, interesting. So okay. maybe not an actual injury that would affect her being at WrestleMania or oh, even God, her wrestling, but like enough to probably put her out for a day. Yeah, right. So here's what's going on. <laughs> the 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 uh, fucking anesthesia just lasted too long, so she showed up to the right, ring. Yeah. It was all loopy and they were super like, high. Oh, you know, maybe we won't have you. <laughs> Maybe uh, we won't have you wrestle tonight. So what happened? So, so this, but this is what where it gets tricky. Okay, because we talked about oh the finals will probably happen at WrestleMania, right? But they keep saying the finals will be next week, Tuesday, which is about five days before WrestleMania. Sure. Yes. The issue here is that the match, if all goes as planned, will be the Miz and Asuka okay. versus Bobby Roode and Charlotte Flair. Right. The big thing about WrestleMania uh, is that oh. we have Asuka versus Charlotte Flair for the title, which will be their first mm. time in the ring together. Interesting. And they mm. can't break Asuka's streak on a Tuesday, right? Yeah, right. The random Tuesday before WrestleMania. So I'm guessing Asuka and The Miz are going to win the Mixed Match Challenge on Tuesday. Yeah. But then Oscar uh, mm. and Charlotte would be going Oscar would be going into WrestleMania against Charlotte hot off a win against Charlotte. Yeah. So maybe Charlotte's going to beat Oscar at WrestleMania. Or Charlotte's going to beat Oscar at the Mixed Match Challenge and that is going to launch the feud that like that's why Oscar's going to win at WrestleMania cuz she'll be mm, so mad be about so her mad about it. streak being broken. Interesting. Now Interesting. I but my other thought was maybe they maybe maybe it's Bobby Roode and Becky Lynch. Finishing out the mixed match challenge, oh, and that's uh, that's oh. how they kind of remove the Oscar hmm. versus Charlotte Flair yeah. thing. So maybe like the whole like Charlotte being injured thing was kind of like a like a work, right? To make I don't it so know. That they, they wouldn't have that showdown. So I'm if I'm, only they could have like planned all this out ahead of time rather than just like <laughs> flying by the fucking seat of their pants while they're doing this. Well, I mean, obviously it was planned out, and like that's obviously why, even though the fan voted in Sasha Banks and and yeah. Finn Balor couldn't beat Bobby Roode and and Becky Lynch. And Becky Lynch. Yeah, yeah I mean it's a pretty pretty good matchup, but still. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. 
I, hmm, interesting. So th- this is the, the, the kayfabe versus the reality of this is yeah. really kind of fucking with me. So they haven't announced yet wh- what the like actual match is going to be on Tuesday. Like whether it's going to be Charlotte or Becky. Well, they keep saying, Becky, you're temporarily in for Charlotte. They, okay. They, I mean, I guess no, literally. They haven't literally... clearly say, stated what it's going to be. Right. But, I mean, Kurt Angle came out at the end of this, and that's where he said, Betchy Lynch. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but, and he said, like, Bobby and Charlotte next week on Tuesday what against Becky the Miz Lynch and Oscar. went with this, like, decided to, like, change her gimmick to, like, like being, like, a, like a valley girl betchy? or something like that. And she's just like, I'm Betchy Batch. <laughs> I'm Betchy Lynch. But uh, with like an Irish accent too. Yeah, it'd be pretty good. Pretty good. Be pretty Can good. Can you character. do it with the Irish accent? <laughs> oh, it's it's Betchy, oh, no. Betchy Lynch. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you could have just said no, I can't. <laughs> I'm unable. I gotta give it I gotta give it my all here. Betchy Betchy Lynch Betch. <laughs> Valley Girl Betchy Lynch Betch. And Bobby Rude. Yep. Bob Rude. I Bob think Rude. she called him Bob during good. this. I love it. Uh, I God, I, I hope everybody just starts calling him Bob. Bob Rude is very good. There was a there was a pretty good moment where uh, one of the announcers, probably probably uh, you know, a guy whose name I can't think of right now, Michael Cole, Corey Graves, Corey Graves. Okay, probably Corey Graves. Well, they were talking about Bobby's uh, very nice, uh, expensive robe that he yes. was wearing, mm-hmm. and then I think it was Corey Graves said that Becky looks like she's wearing something that she pulled out of a dumpster outside <laughs> of a convention. Was, was she like wearing the, steampunk, like... Steampunk, yeah. Oh, it was the steampunk thing? The other thing that she's been wearing lately is this, like, full-body, like, flamed leotard thing. Oh, she was wearing that. Oh, she was wearing that. But over that... That thing is horrible. Yeah, it's weird. It looks like 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 a bad Bam Bam Bigelow uh, costume, but... Uh. I know, I know that or, reference or, is totally lost on you, but... No, no, no. I'm aware. He died recently. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead. I'm aware. <laughs> sometimes sometimes I'll just think of a wrestler's name. Yeah. This is how bad I am at just, like, being a living adult. Sometimes sure. I'll think of a wrestler's name while I'm at work, uh-huh. and then I'll just spend the next while Googling them <laughs> and learning all about them. Bam Bam Bigelow came up in my brain a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. Your your uh, your bosses are probably very happy with your yeah. productivity levels. He was living in Florida, uh, and he died because mm-hmm. of uh, drugs, I believe. It's certainly possible. He was remember. a very... Uh, I, I, I think he was... From what I remember, he was like a good guy, like a good community charitable guy. He had oh, a really nice. bad tattoo on his head. Oh, yeah, he did. Uh, it looked like a hairline, mm-hmm. but it was like... I think it was supposed to be tattoo. flames. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But yeah, then he... Uh, I think he was a very conflicted guy. He had been in and out of rehab, and then uh, he ended yeah. up dying from not being in rehab. That's a shame. Uh, rest in peace, Bam Bam Bigelow. Rest in peace, Bam Bam Bigelow. Becky Lynch was wearing her steampunk goggles and yep. her steampunk jacket yep. thing. She got made fun of, and then she won the match. That's the whole story. That's the whole story. So I don't know what's going to happen here. I'm really curious to see if something happens on Tuesday where they sure. then have to delay this match and, and do it at WrestleMania. I'm curious to see if Becky's going to be in for Charlotte so that they can excuse uh, you know, Asuka beating yeah. not Charlotte. Uh, I'm curious to see if they're actually going to break Asuka's streak uh, before WrestleMania by having her lose to Charlotte, or if they're gonna actually going to put Asuka versus Charlotte with Asuka hot off a win. Yeah. 
yeah, at WrestleMania. I'm gonna say I'm gonna make my prediction right now is I'm gonna say that Oscar's gonna win the Mixed Max Challenge, and then I think Charlotte is gonna win at WrestleMania. Wow, very so bold. Right I'm gonna. I, it, there's a good chance that will change my mind by next week, but we should at least yeah, have, after we know whether or not she well, yeah, <laughs> wins sure. at the Mixed Match Challenge. <laughs> I reserve the right to change my mind. This is not set in stone at all. The idea that the Mixed Match Challenge exists outside of the regular show, but it still exists within the kayfabe of the yeah. show is very interesting to me yeah. because there are things happening there that have actual repercussions on the storylines in WWE. It almost seems like the the... The, the stuff that happens on Raw and SmackDown has an impact on Mixed Match Challenge, but the stuff that happens yes. on Mixed Match Challenge does not have an impact on Raw and SmackDown. I feel like they sense. vaguely reference it, but Yeah, they not talk about really. it a little bit, but not a ton. But yeah, I mean, they have mentioned the streak a bunch of times, so that, like, they have they have said that it, it that it is a part of the story, which they should have just, like, given themselves, like, a plot hole early on, where it's like, well, if Miz takes the pin, it doesn't count towards right. the streak yeah. or something like Would've that. Would have made it yeah. easier. Yeah, but they like to back themselves into corners all the time. And now here we are. Matt... Is it my time? Go ahead. Daniel freaking Bryan is back. I th- Seth freaking Rollins. No. Please don't uh, confuse your geez, don't confuse your uh, your little mottos. My little loves, ni- the names. loves of my lives. Uh, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan is, is back. back. He's been. He's if been I can just take the wind cleared. out of your sail. Uh, Daniel Bryan's been medically cleared to wrestle in in to fight in wrestling now. Yes. And. Uh, is there anything else you news. wanted to announce? The world is the can... world is rejoicing. Everybody everybody is happy. It's exciting. It is very exciting. Uh, this is like something that people have been been hoping for for like literal years. It's something he's been hoping I know for I have. for years. <laughs> it's something Ron's really been looking forward to. Uh, and it's finally finally really happening. This is like the best part of this is is that like it's, is that we get to see the match we've all been asking for. We get to see the match we've all been asking for. We get to see the matches we've all been asking for. There's like, it's going to be, man, there's so much to say. There's gonna, It's going to be really interesting to see like how far down the road this goes. Like if he's cleared for like a match, if he's cleared for like a million matches, if he can just like compete full time again, like n- nobody really knows like the, the circumstances of it. I think like there's a lot of like contract negotiations that are mixed up in this too, but like there's a bunch of match like the WWE has changed a lot since Daniel Bryan couldn't wrestle. And so, like, now sure. there's all these, like, he, like he could wrestle AJ Styles. He could wrestle Shinsuke Nakamura. Like, there's all these other, like, matches that, that we could have now that weren't possible two years ago when he wasn't around. Uh, and that's just that's just that's just great news. Um, I, I guess I guess to sort of bring people up to speed, uh, the, the whole circumstances were that, that Daniel Bryan, two years ago, was forced to retire um, and relinquish the, at the time, Intercontinental Championship uh, because he had some some pretty serious concussion issues going on. And over the past two years, he's been doing basically everything he can to get medically cleared to wrestle again. And uh, it, the WWE announced, uh, I guess, two weeks ago now that he was cleared to wrestle again. He came out, he announced that to the crowd, cut a brilliant promo. It's pretty good, yeah. Amazing. Very emotional. Very emotional. I, I got it. emotional. I was I was watching it in an Airbnb in Italy by myself. Wow. And I was it was very, what a, very moving. what a time. It was it was truly a time. Um he's just he's just he's just so wonderful. <laughs> he's just such a good a good guy and a great person and he's so he's like the john cena of wrestling he's like the john cena (laughs) of wrestling i did really think that this like this this whole story couldn't have been like scripted better than it actually was like what if it was though they scripted it all in kayfabe gosh i don't i don't think that that's that's real in the slightest if that was true that would be like uh, kind of 
bad for Just I think the Andy way that they Kaufman treat confession long con Yeesh. yeah I don't know about that like the fact that he was the guy that was like never supposed to be successful he finally was successful and then it like got taken all away from him and like now he finally gets to make his comeback like that is like like every like underdog story every like sports movie narrative like that you could ever think of and you know that he finally gets to come back is is just amazing and like the way that he talks about all that stuff too is just like so brilliant like he he gives so much credit to the fans he gives so much credit to his family uh for like being supportive of him like you could tell that in that promo, he was just like really like he was he was just he was in it. Everything was just like coming. He was straight living from his heart. it. The fact that he like talked about like being depressed too, like like I mean he he barely touched on that, but like I found that like really moving as well for like someone like this is a, an industry and a business uh, that like a lot of people have almost certainly suffered from mental illness and have had like drug abuse and addiction problems and things like that. It's like Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah. Uh, you know, pe- like it, it's also just like a very masculine place where you're like, you're not supposed to show that kind of weakness. And for, so for him to like come out and have that and share that with the world, I found that just like really, really moving and powerful. Uh, and it was just, it was really, really cool. Uh, and and it, he's, he's great. And he just wants everybody to fight for their dreams. And I want to fight for my dreams and I want to, it's just, he's just, it's just great. I'm glad you're excited. How excited are you about the match that he's going to be in? I'm pretty excited about it. I think it's... Shut it, up. <laughs> you're complaining so much about how if he comes back, this would be the worst way to do it. And uh, and uh, you'd rather uh, die than see him team up I don't with think Shane I McMahon. That. These are direct quotes. I don't think that he's, this is... I'll pluck my own eyes out like that like that lady on BuzzFeed or whatever. Story? Oh, my God. Oh, it was the man. worst thing I've ever read I in my life. all the time. Oh, I me can't too. stop. Have you, tried it? Have you tried digging your fingers no, in your eyes to yet. see how terrible it is? Oh, do it right now. Take no, your glasses no, off. No, that's not happening. It's, it's weird. Okay, so there's this article about this lady who got super high and ripped her own eyes out because she thought she was doing some sacrifice to God or something like that. It was insane. And then I read it, and it's changed my life. (laughs) This fucking article about this lady who ripped her own eyes. I haven't wanted to bring this up to anybody because I don't want anybody else to be going through it. I also don't want to talk to anybody about it. glad that you (laughs) shared this the thing, though. Immediately, I was like, what's it like to just... No! No, don't do this, Ron! Ron! It it explains in the article how she does it, like the grip that she uses. Oh! It's the worst thing in the world. But, like, it's weird because, like, if you do this, like, there's pressure on your eyes, but it doesn't hurt. And, like, I can't imagine how hard you have to press into your eyes before it starts hurting and yeah, you actually, yeah. like, start digging into your, oh. You've got to stop. You've, oh. you've, gone, you've gone too deep. But, anyway, Matt said he would rather do that <laughs> than watch Daniel Bryan team up with Shane McMahon. I don't think These that are that direct is, I don't think that's true at all. So the match that we have... At WrestleMania, presumably. Made made official this week. Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon, for some reason, versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. And what are the stakes? If if Sami and Kevin win... So Sami and Kevin were fired by Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Oh, if yeah. they win, they are rehired. And if they lose, they are, they are uh, like, permanently exiled from... For, I think they said specifically SmackDown Live. So they're going to win. 
So, yes. So this was the one thing that was like, frustrating to me about this was like... When you th- put stakes like this, when you put exactly. somebody's job on the line, exactly. it's like, well, they're going to win. The only thing I can say is like they did... I think they said they specifically said like they're done with SmackDown. So theoretically, they could oh, lose okay. and then like two weeks later, Raw hires them back kind of thing. So that, that like could be a bit that they do. The, I don't know, but it's still not great. The other important part of this is that Daniel Bryan really leaned into the fact that he's tired of wearing suits... Tired of wearing cardigans? The, the real feud here is Daniel Bryan and Blazers. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Really does, just hates outerwear. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he said he, he's tired of sitting in board meetings and filling yep. out paperwork and doing all this. Yeah. And so I kind of feel like maybe he's just going to rejoin the roster as a as a wrestler full time. That's what I'm thinking too. I wonder if they're even going to like, if, if he's going to... If he's gonna, if when they lose, he's gonna like go over to Raw as a competitor and just be like, I need to step down from being general manager or something like that. I do wonder if like he's gonna like. I think they'll have this match and then maybe he'll like disappear for a little while, uh, just so that he can kind of like continue training and like they can really figure out like what storylines he's gonna fit into and stuff like that. But I don't know. At the same time, I feel like he it, he he fits better on SmackDown. And I have become, bad news. What's that? So Daniel Bryan's talking about how he doesn't want to do this anymore, so he might be gone. Shane McMahon has announced that he's stepping away from this? from doing anything that whatever he does. Yeah. yeah. So this means that they might bring in a new team to lead, to like lead the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have any idea who that might be? No, I have no idea. I have bad news, my friend. What's that? Apparently the WWE has been in some positive talks with none other than Terry Hulk Hogan. Oh no! So Hulk, the Hulkster, might be coming back. Do you have any reason to believe that? I I have heard that that he might be coming back, but like to be. Do a, you think he'd come back as a wrestler? Well, no. At his age? That, no. I just think he would be like a like a that he would like do a some, commentator. N- not even like n- nothing like permanent or formal like that. It would just be like he would be at WrestleMania again or something like that. Like, what if they bring him back as the commish? Like, Oi, is what I have to say to that. As the GM. You don't, so you haven't read anything that says that they're thinking about doing that specifically. You're no. just speculating. No, but I'm saying if they're wiping out the, the masthead and they're putting somebody new up there and we yeah. know that, that the worst man has been... <laughs> the worst man. He's been uh, having conversations about coming back after being nuked from the WWE. Yeah. They even updated their fucking video games and not have them in them anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, hope that doesn't happen. That sounds horrible. Who who's who's getting? It's usually like Kurt, last year, Kurt Angle got inducted into the Hall yeah. of Fame, and then he became the general manager of oh, Raw. Yeah, that's right, a good point. Who's getting inducted this year? Um, well, Kid Rock. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Lest you forget, uh, Goldberg is being oh, is being inducted. Goldberg would fun. be a good choice. He's not I, a very good talker, but uh, okay. Neither is Kurt. Neither so. is Kurt Angle. Uh, I almost knocked my water bottle down and caused a lot of noise. I saw that. But that I caught it. That'd have been delightful. Instead, you get the audio of me bragging about mm-hmm. it. Uh, I, I've seen a few people who are like, oh, this person's getting inducted, and I have no idea who it is, so I sure. assume they're not going to be the Jeff GM. Jeff Jarrett, maybe. Jeff Jarrett would be funny, because he was like a big person on TNA. He was a figurehead for TNA. We're getting way ahead of ourselves. We, we don't know that... It's more fun than talking about this match with Shane McMahon it's and Daniel Bryan. It's going to be a good match. Look, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are two of the best wrestlers in the WWE. Sure. In the world, I would say. And I feel like they can make just about anybody look good. Shane McMahon... <laughs> despite the things that aren't great about him. He's not a very good wrestler, but he's had some pretty good matches. His match with uh, AJ Styles last year at WrestleMania was was fantastic. Yeah, I remember. It was really solid. So I think that they could get a good match out of him. Plus, like, 
the just the like environment for this is just going to be like absolutely electric to like actually see Daniel Bryan wrestling again. Daniel Bryan came back hot. Oh yeah, he did. He's like that. That's that's the thing is like there's been a lot of talk about like how long has this been in the works, right? Because oh, there's no oh, way it, it's been a minute. Exactly right. There's no way that they got the news like this week and we're like, all right, let's just shotgun this all. Like we've been talking about this for months. It's clearly been something that they could have been building towards. Maybe they were just like waiting for the right moment. Maybe they were waiting for like the last few checks, but clearly like this was going in this direction for quite some time clearly daniel bryan remembers how to fight yeah, in a wrestling clearly ring. he's been training and everything like that so yeah he looked real good and like that's the thing is like if he's if he's not quite like ready to wrestle a full match yet like he can just come in off a tag hit his handful of moves and like the crowd is going to go absolutely ape shit sure like, yeah it's going to be amazing um it, but the other thing is like i like he can all he even in the beatdown that he got from Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, he proved that like with those guys in particular, he can work really well with them, work really safe with them. Like I thought that that beatdown looked great. Like I thought yeah, that absolutely. whole segment looked great. His he hit all of his big moves. It was really really cool. So I I think it's gonna be really good. I think it's gonna be like I hope even so. if it's not like the the best like work rate match. I think it's gonna go down as like one of the like highlights of the show. Absolutely for sure. I don't know. There's any that was even a doubt in my mind about that. It's gonna be one of the highlights of the show for sure. Sure. I just hope I hope they give it a little bit of time. Where do you think they're gonna put this on the on the card? Um, I think it's gonna be looked at as like one of the main events. Um, okay. So I would assume towards the end of the show, but like pacing a card like this is just crazy because like there's like at least four matches that could be the main event. There's the two, there's the universal championship match. There's the WWE championship match. There's the mixed tag match with triple H and Stephanie and all that. Oh, I forgot about that. Right. There's this match with Shane and Daniel and Kevin and Sammy. There's, I, I feel like the, uh, Charlotte Oscar match is like up there in terms of like a main oh, yeah. event match as well. And then Raw's got a title match too. I, I said universal title match as well. I, well, I, the, I'm Raw sorry, the Raw women have a title match. Sure. I don't going to be as big of a deal no but it's, it's still a title match. it's still a title match but then you also have john cena undertaker too which is like definitely going to be a big a big deal oh as well. god Ugh, yeah a there's a lot there's a lot of stuff strap in folks we are like we are in for quite the ride but like this is really shaping up like it could be like if all this stuff goes well and, and it's and it's good like this could be one of the best wrestlemanias of all time matt if you had to use your own hands to rip one of your body parts oh, off, god what would it <laughs> Would it be your eyes? Because then, then you're blind. I think I would go with just an ear. Oh! Oh! oh. oh. <laughs> Didn't like that. Really. Oh, I got actual chills thinking about it. Oh, no. I mean, the thing is, like, if you rip oh. off your ear, you can still hear. You just yeah. have an ear. Well, I mean, you could get, like, urinoplasty and get a fake ear put on there. <laughs> it sounds bad. That's what it's called. Urinoplasty. <laughs> you can get, a... like, a cool ear. <laughs> Okay. Can we please end this body horror podcast now? Oh, oh, God, please. Yeah, I'm sorry I brought that back up. Well, thank you very much for listening. Uh, as always, we appreciate it. If you'd like to interact with us online, you can find us at our website, blindtagcast.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at blindtagcast and on Facebook, facebook.com slash blindtagcast. Uh, you can also find us on iTunes. We're on Stitcher, all of the podcasting uh, apps, Google Play. Uh, if you could rate us and review us, we always appreciate that. It helps other people find the show. We've got one more episode right before WrestleMania. It's going to come out on the morning of WrestleMania. Yes. We're going to run down the card. So definitely uh, get at us on Twitter and Facebook and tell us all your predictions, what you think is going to happen, mm -hmm. what body part you'd rip off, I guess, yeah, if you had to. Don't. 
I think that could that could no pictures, no pictures, please, no details. (laughs) But yeah, so get at us before then. Next show is going up on uh, Sunday of WrestleMania, the eighth. Yes, the eighth. Make sure to to plan it out in your WrestleMania. Maybe maybe make make yourself some pancakes. Put on your put on the podcast. Listen to it while you're while you're preparing. Uh, Make it a part of your routine because we'll be there. We'll be there for for you. As, As always, always. <laughs> we're there for you. For the, for you. Um, Want to thank Small Parks for letting us use their song "Restless" as our in and out music. Really appreciate that. And thank you very much for listening to Blind Tag, the wrestling show for people who don't watch wrestling. My name is Matt Raddick. I have been your face. My name is Rondell Volano, and I've been your heel. We'll see you next week, and happy Rusev Day. Cause you're falling in love when you shouldn't be, and you'll run out of excuses.